Hello and welcome to A Journey of Clarity, a personal exploration of getting in tune with yourself and in tune with others with your host, Dr. Nathaniel Costilla. This is a journey of emotional and spiritual awareness, of discovery what life truly means, and a clear shift from an ego-driven world to a meaning-driven world. I believe we can become more in tune with our thoughts, our emotions and our spirituality. And as we do that, we will make better decisions, have deeper connections, more fulfillment and even more joy. This is a bit of clarity. Well, hello again, Nathaniel here. Um, excited to bring you one of the most important topics in self-awareness. The awareness of knowing how to make wonderful decisions. You know, you make decisions every single day of your life. You make many decisions and choices throughout the day. And having the ability to know how to make those decisions and which direction to choose and to have clarity is absolutely vital for every single day uh, living. Uh, so today, I'm going to bring you some insights, powerful insights on how you can make some of the best decisions in life. How you can process these. What, what, what you should think about, how you should uh, 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 process them in your head, and also think uh, where these decisions lead you. This is very important because all of us have made some pretty silly decisions, bad decisions in the past, and we've suffered the consequences. Sometimes we learn from them, sometimes we didn't, sometimes uh, we, we repeat the same bad choices and we pay the same price, sometimes even more. So it's important to make good choices every single day and every single time. We want our children to make good choices. We want to teach them to make good choices. And it's important also for our staff, for our spouses, for everybody around us to make good choices. And if we can influence others to make good choices, that's a bonus as well. So today we're going to look at uh, decisions, how clear we are when we make these decisions and how we can make better decisions. Now, this, uh, this uh, recording is brought to you from Australia. Uh, it's summer here. It's just wonderful. We love summer. Uh, the beaches are glorious. The sunsets are beautiful. We are on the west coast of Australia in Perth. And um, I'm not sure where you are, you are consuming this material throughout the world. But uh, let me invite you. Come, come down under because it's beautiful. So when these restrictions finish and the vaccines are rolled out and everybody's happy again, uh, they can come to Australia as well. All right, so today we're going to talk about how to have clarity in decisions because decisions matter. As I said to, uh, to you just a minute ago, know this, they are very, very important. Your choices, your decisions are very, very important. Now, I've got show notes with every show that I make, uh, with every recording. And you have the ability to download these show notes on our website at eq.org.au. That's eq.org.au. Or if you look uh, in the comments and in the description of this uh, videocast or podcast, if you're listening to it, you will find a link to these show notes. And I try and follow my notes as much as possible. Now, it's very interesting because these notes, um, initially I had different notes for today's show but they have been rehashed just a few minutes before this show because um, something happened and I'm excited about it. And I'm sure you want to hear about it, so I'm going to tell you. Uh, you know, so let me just begin with the decision factor. 
So the decision factor was that I will record this show, right? Uh, episode number five, and that I will release it to you and that I will teach you how to make better choices, right? So that was the decision that I made. But when I made that decision, there were many other little decisions that had to be made in between. And one of them was to wake up at five o'clock in the morning so I can make it here in time to record this show. So in Australia at five o'clock in the morning, it's already the break of dawn because summer here uh, starts very early. And whether you know it or not, I just want you to know that there is a 5 a.m. club for CEOs. So a lot of high achievers out there, they get up at five o'clock in the morning and that's why they get so much done before most of other people because they're up early and they have their routine in the morning and they consistently do that over a period of time and that is why they develop a lot and they grow. Now, you're, if you're an evening person, you prefer to be spending more time in the evening, I understand that. Um, but at the same time, let me tell you, there is no evening or morning person. Scientifically, they can't prove it. It's, it's just a behavior, it's preference. And if you want to get up in the morning and start functioning in the morning, all you have to do is just begin that behavior make it habitual and you will be fine. So you can do it morning, evening, anyway. I do it the morning because it just works better as more people are asleep in the morning and then I can get more done before most people get up. So I'm at five o'clock uh, up, I do my routine in the morning and then uh, I went for a run this morning with uh, a good buddy of mine who's actually recording this. He's right behind the camera. You won't see him, but I do see him. He's looking right at me right now. We had a run uh, this morning on the beach um, from about six o'clock in the morning, about seven k's on the beach. And then we went for a swim in the ocean. Um, now, while we were swimming, I started thinking about the show that was about to unfold in a few uh, minutes. And uh, you know, while I had this connecting time just with nature and with God and with everything, I was able to just switch off and go into a zone where I received a brand new download. And uh, that made me restructure the whole lesson today. Because I was thinking, you know, I know what I have to talk about in, when it comes to clarity, when it comes to decisions. There's some lessons that I've given, there's talks that I've given on this topic. I've done a lot of reading, I've done a lot of thoughts, uh, thinking about it. Uh, but I want to structure it in a way that is very simple and easy for people to assimilate and also remember so they can practice it out there. So this is what I've done. As I was thinking about this show and about this lesson, I came up with an ABCD plus, no, ABC plus D of having clarity in decision making. And I can't wait to share with you what this has, has become. So the ABC plus D of decision making. Now, why is it important to have a roadmap when it comes to decision making? Well, it's important because every decision we make matters, matters to us, matters to those who we love around us, matters to our peers, to our colleagues, to our company, to our organization, to the wider community out there. So our decisions are very, very important. Also on a personal level, our decisions shape our destiny. They either take us to the ideal destiny that we want to achieve, or they take us away from that. It's, it's a fork in the road. Every decision is a fork in the road that takes us closer to our destiny or further, uh, further away from it. So decisions are very important. And decisions are generally made based on values. We always gravitate towards those values that we hold dear. So if, let's say, if uh, 
family is a value for me, my decisions will gravitate towards the family value that I hold. So I will filter everything through the values that I have when I make the decision. So if I value, as I said, family, for example, if I'm going to buy a new car, I will think about how this decision will affect my family. Will it fit everybody? Is everybody comfortable? Is it too much, too expensive? Will it put too much pressure on them? Because that is the value that I hold and everything is geared towards that value in the decision that I make and influences me in that decision. So values are very important. If family wasn't a value for me, if luxury was a, fa uh, let's say, and comfort was a value for me, then I would look in a car for something other than that which would satisfy my family. I would look for comfortable seats. I would look for, you know, some luxurious features. I would look for, uh, you know, uh, uh, the dashboard, what, what, what's offered, you know, the shock absorbers, you know, and bits and pieces, the finishing on the seats, the finishing on the steering wheel, and bits and pieces like that, because that would be my value. Comfort would be my value. So in our decision making, uh, making values are important. So it's important for us to understand what our values are, what our standards are, because these influence our decisions. And I wrote there in the, in the notes, the higher values or standards we have, the better decisions we make. So if our values are higher, our decisions are better. If we lift up the standard, the game, then we make better choices. So push high in your values because you will make better choices. Now, coming to the A, B, C plus D of decision making. Let's break this down because I know you can't wait to hear it. I can't wait to, to tell it to you. So here we go. Are you ready? A. What does A stand for? A stands for being authentic. Authentic. So the question that I want you to put to yourself and ask yourself is this. Am I authentic in this decision? So when I want to make the decision to buy a car, am I authentic in this decision? Do I really want to buy a car? Do I want the very best in this car? Is this purchase or the, this choice in line with my values? Am I being genuine in this decision? Am I being truthful? Or do I tell a lie? Do I lie to myself? Do I deceive myself? Do I lie to the people around me to, to, to make this decision? Am I genuine? Am I ethical? Am I moral? Am I values-based? Am I true to myself? Am I true to my values? Am I true to, am I true to the present situation? Am I aware whether, whether this decision influences others uh, or influences negatively others or positively others? Or does it affect others? Where does this decision sit with me? How accurate in me is this decision? Am I honest with myself? and present in the decision? Am I fully aware that I'm making this decision? I am, I am grounded in this decision. I think with a cool head, am I authentic when I make this decision? So the first question for, for the ABC plus D of decision-making is this authenticity call. Am I authentic in my decision? B, B stands for brainstorm, brainstorm. Am I reasoning well? Am I thinking well? I'm asking some questions. I'm asking myself some questions about this decision, okay? Uh, am I looking at options? What other options are there? Is this the only option that I have? Do I have many options? Am I prepared to explore other options? 
and more so, am I prepared to ask further questions? What is it that I want? Why do I want this thing? And then find deeper reasons. Well, why do I want this? And why is that reason true? So let's say if I want to buy a car, why do I want to buy a car? Because we need a new car. Why do we need a new car? Because the old one is no longer suitable for us. Why is the old one not suitable for us anymore? Because it's too small and there's a baby coming on the way. In, in our life, that's, that's the case. Baby number four is coming, but don't tell anybody I told you that. So do, do you see, the deeper you go in those questions of why, the more clear you become in your decision making. So three, this brainstorming is absolutely vital. So what are the options? What are the alternatives? Do I buy it now? Do I buy it later? Do I buy it bigger? Do I buy it smaller? Can we do with this or do we need to spend this much? Or do, do you see? Look at alternatives and make an informed decision. Don't be afraid to ask the tough questions, right? Also, a key here in, in this brainstorming is the yes-no exercise. Now, let me tell you something. I've trained hundreds of people with this exercise. Uh, in fact, thousands of people have heard this exercise in, in my training sessions. And everybody just loves this because it works so well and it really gives you a perspective, a healthy perspective when you make the decisions. So even if you forget everything else from this podcast, I want you to remember this, the yes and no principle of decision making. So this is how it goes. For every yes, in every decision making, for every yes, there must be at least one no that you can identify. In fact, you should identify at least three no's or more to help you make the yes better or the decision better. So let me explain this to you. So for example, if I value exercising or if I value wellness, if I value wellness in my life, right? If I value wellness in my life and I have decided to say yes to living a healthy lifestyle, what do I have to say no to? The more things that I identify the better it is for me to keep the yes as a value in my life. So if I say yes to wellness, I say no to soft drinks, I say no to fatty foods, I say no to uh, big desserts, serves of desserts and ice creams, and anything that works against my wellness. I say no to just sitting still, I say no to, uh, you know, sleeping in, I say no to many things because I say yes to wellness. And when I say yes to wellness, I say yes to eating healthy. I say yes, yes to consuming a positive material. I say yes to, to, uh, to exercise. And I say no to being lazy. I say no to procrastination. I say no to not going to the gym or not going for the run. Do you see? So the more no's I identify, the stronger my yes will be. So. Once I make a decision in one direction, I have to have the ability to say no to many, many other things. And the more things that I can identify to say no to, the more chances I have to actually achieve the desired choice. So make sure you grab this exercise and do it for yourself because you'll love this. You'll love the clarity that you will get out of it. The next question in, in brainstorming is this, am I willing 
to take the pain now for future pleasure, delaying gratification. So in this decision, you know, as, a, as a humans, we tend to avoid pain as much as possible. So we, fight, we prefer pleasure to pain anytime, and we want to avoid pain. But for many choices that we make in life, we must accept the little bit of pain or the little bit of suffering for future gains, for later gratification, for later satisfaction. Now, if I choose pleasure now, it's very likely that the pain that will follow is much longer and much greater. Ask this question, what do I choose right now? Do I choose the little bit of pain or discomfort for, for better pleasure in the end and for longer? Or do I choose the pleasure now and for a longer piece of time, I will suffer the consequences of that? So for example, because we were talking about wellness and eating, if if I make the choice to pay the price today by eating healthy, I know that long term I will have greater pleasure because I can enjoy, let's say, sweets on a regular basis in moderation without affecting me. So I get a bit of pleasure every single day for a long time by paying the price today and not eating, not abusing the sweets, right? If I choose pleasure today and I say, no, no I'm going to have as much sweets that I want, as much ice cream that I want, and I just want to enjoy cakes and just going out and enjoying myself, and I put on weight, imagine the pain and the suffering that comes with that and how long I will suffer to, to remediate this, this pleasure, this uh, hours or days of pleasure, how long it will take me to, to, to get rid of this pleasure by paying the price of pain. So what I'm saying is adopt or uh, have the ability in, in your clarity to see that there is a price to pay in the choice that you make that will bring greater benefits later on. So weigh, weigh the, pressure, uh, the pleasure and pain and choose that which is more important to you okay, in the decision that you make. The other question uh, is there in brainstorming, who else is affected here? So when I make this decision, is it just me that is affected? Or is it my spouse? Is it my children? Is it my family? Is it my employees? Is it my parents? Who else is affected by the decision that I make? Do I consider those people that I influence? Do I consider those people that will be affected by my decision? Very, very important so we don't make a rush decision. So that is the B brainstorming on decision making. Let us see A, B, C plus D. C stands for Commitment, commitment. Am I committed to this decision? Will I enter the process? Will I stick to it to the end? Every decision you make is an invitation into a process because you don't know everything that will happen in that decision. A lot of decisions we make are decision based on maybe 10, 15, 20% of information. We don't have the full story. We don't have the full roadmap. But we engage in it and we must accept the process and the discovery and the hard work and the challenges that will come our way as we move along. So do you embrace the process? Are you committed to the process? Are you committed to the learning? Are you committed to the challenges that will come your way? Will you stick to it to the end? 
Will you stand by your decision? Will, will you work at your decision with diligence and give it all that you can? Or will you say, oh, that was, you know, I shouldn't have made the decision. That's it. I'm pulling the plug. Well, before you even do that, before you make the decision, learn now to weigh what it will cost you, to see what it will cost you, and if you can commit to this decision to the end. There's nothing worse than leaving loose ends everywhere. Everybody hates that. You hate that. I hate that. Everybody around us hates that. It's time to, to just tie up the loose ends and make decisions that we can see through to the end. So become a person very decisive. May you yes be yes and you no be no. Have the ability to say yes and mean it and say no and mean it. And let me tell you something. Learn to say no. Learn to, you know, don't say yes to people and then don't do it. Better say no and that's it and just leave it there. Okay, so also the last question there is, will I stand up for my decision? Will you carry on? Will you stand up and say, no, no, I've made this decision and we'll go through it and you will work it out. If the decision is good, if the decision is ethical, if the decision is more, you know, morally right you, and you work with diligence at it, you will get to the end of it. You will finish off that the decision will be a great decision. So we say A, authentic, B, brainstorm, and C, commitment, and D, well, you got to decide. D stands for decide, and the question here is, am I ready to decide? Am I ready to make the call? Am I ready to make the choice? Will I take responsibility of this decision? Not just take responsibility, but own it, own up to it. Let's say, this is the choice that I'm making, I'm owning this decision, and I'm going for it. Will I say it, do it, and live with the consequences, good or bad? Will I announce it? Will I utter it? Will I say, no, we've made the decision, I've made this decision, we are going this way, I am going first, you come after me. It's very interesting, even with children. You know, we, I've got three little children at home, and a lot of the times we call them, come on, let's do this, come on, let's do this. And at times they answer, and sometimes they don't answer. But if I say, I am going to take the dog for a walk. Who is coming with me? Some will say, yes, no. When they see me taking the dog and stepping outside the house, you should see all three of them come and follow me. Because I'm not just saying it, now I'm doing it. I have decided to take the dog for the walk. Now, they haven't decided whether they're coming with me or not. I have invited them. They said no or yes, or it doesn't really matter. But when they see me that I am decided, when they see me that I've made the choice, when they see me moving towards that choice, they naturally follow. You see? So everything works for you when you make up your mind. And let me tell you something. Your wife, your husband, your children, and the people around you are waiting for you to make decisions. Make decisions. Stand up for them and carry them through. Enough confusion. Enough, you know, oh, I don't know, maybe. Forget the 50 shades of gray. There are no 50 shades of gray. That's just a book. It doesn't mean much. You know, your kids are looking for black and white. Your wife is looking for black and white. They are looking for decision making. A mom that makes decisions, a daughter that makes decisions, a father that makes decisions, a boss that makes decisions, an employee that makes decisions. So have the clarity in decisions. So I hope this, this really works with you. So the ABC plus D of decision making, 
The questions are, are you authentic? Are you brainstorming these decisions? Are you committed? And do you make the decision? How do you overcome poor decision making? Well, there's a little section in the show notes there. If you are to have clarity in decisions, you need to consciously evaluate your values and standards, holding on to the ones that are working and letting go of those that work against you. So, if you want to make the right decisions, if you want to have a clear head and clarity in every choice that you make, I want you to learn to evaluate your values and standards. Write down your values, write down your standards, find out which ones you want to hold on to, and those you want to discard, and get rid of those you want to discard. Let me give an example. For a long time, I used to love specials, buying clothes on specials, shoes on specials, and I would only buy things that were on special, things that were reduced, things that were on sales. So I would look just for things that were on sale. So that was my value. My value is grab a bargain, be a bargain hunter, get a product on sale, right? That was my value. Now, it was a great value. You may say, well, that's great, Nathaniel, because that means you, you're, you know, you're savvy, you're thrifty, you know how to make the dollar go further. Well, that's what I used to think as well. But then I realized that that value is not so good for me. Why? Because by having that value, I would not always buy what I really wanted. I only bought what was on special. And usually what was on special was last season's, um, you know, fashion. So then I would buy stuff that I didn't really like. Then I would buy stuff that usually wasn't really exactly my size or wasn't really exactly what I needed. So I would buy two or three to complement because they were cheaper. So let's say if a shirt is $100, I wouldn't pay $100, but when it's $30 or $40, I would buy it because it wasn't special, but it wasn't the same shirt. It was this, this last season shirt. But then what I would do is I would think to myself, I'm going to buy three shirts for $90 and I'm ahead of the pack because now I can have three shirts for less than the price of one shirt. But I didn't really like the three shirts. I liked the one shirt that was $100. And that one shirt of $100 would have brought me much joy than the three shirts that only cost me $90 together. So my wardrobe got bigger with stuff that I didn't really like because I bought the most special. Do you see it? <coughs> now, when I revisited my values, <coughs> excuse me, I realized that, hang on, why do I have this value? Why do I hold on to this value? So I decided to ditch that value and go and not worry so much if anything wasn't special. Buy only what I need and when I need it and be absolutely satisfied with what I bought. And rather than having 50 shirts, I'd rather have five shirts that I really, really enjoy. <coughs> Excuse me. So do you see how we can change the values by understanding, by having an awareness of our values? We can make choices based on those values. So learn what your values are, be aware of your values, Keep the ones that are high values, that are high standards, and ditch the ones that no longer need to be there. And that will help you in your decision making. Now there is an application section down the bottom there. Go through the A, B, C plus D of decision making. In your next three decisions, and write down your reasoning answers as you go through the exercise. Reflect on the clarity received 
and carry on like that, continue. So next time you need to make a decision, go through the ABC plus D of decision making. Am I authentic in this decision? What brainstorming do I need to make? Am I committed to the decision that I make? And am I ready to decide? Simple. You can do that in, in a number of seconds on the smaller decisions and on the bigger decisions, you might need to take a pen and paper and start writing things down or typing them out just to see and have the clarity. This will provide you lenses to make better decisions every single time that you need them. Well, I hope that this insight blesses you and that you will make much better decisions from now on. I would really value uh, some feedback from you. So wherever you watch or you listen to this material, just drop me a comment, uh, do, do uh, you know, write a, a, uh, a comment somewhere, you know, some feedback and let me know how you go with this, if it's helped you in any way. And also we would value if you could rate this uh, content because it helps us and it gives us the, the um, feedback that we need to carry on and produce this material for you. Well, until next time, I hope this was exciting for you. We love delivering this material to you. So make sure you hit subscribe and share this, distribute it to other people so they can enjoy it as well. And we'll see you next time here at A Bit of Clarity. I'm Dr. Nathaniel Costilla and I thank you so much for joining me on this journey of clarity through emotional and spiritual awareness. If you feel blessed by this presentation, please subscribe, rate, comment and share it wherever you're enjoying it. And until next time, this was A Bit of Clarity.